guys, welcome back. We're here for episode four of our podcast. How are you going, so Rose? Exciting. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Very exciting episode we've got today. It is. We've got a guest that we've been waiting to have on the podcast, and we've been very, very excited. We've already mentioned her before, um, but it is the one and only Marie Christophides. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me on. I think it has been a long time coming. And oh, honestly. <laughs> well, Marie is very important to the Rosé podcast because she's the first person that ever found out we were actually creating this. Yes, she was. Yes. We, I remember we FaceTimed her and she was like in bed and she <laughs> was half lost. asleep. Very lost. Very lost. That is, that is correct. But I was all for it and I was your number one supporter. You were. You were like our actual mum because you were very scared for us. And then when the first <laughs> yeah. episode when the first episode came out, you're like, I'm so excited. So I think, I think you were could... you were the first to listen to our first episode. She and was. the fact and the fact that the first episode went up at like ten thirty at night. Marie's bedtime is eight o'clock. <laughs> the fact the that she was up <laughs> she was up and she was listening to it. It was a sign. Oh, it was. Yeah. That was the, the next morning. The group chat was just ding, 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 ding. ding. It was ding, so ding. good. <laughs> it was amazing. Very proud of oh. you guys. So, um, let's get straight into it because I think today's topic is quite interesting. It is. Yeah. It is. I'm very excited to um, have a little discussion with you ladies about something that's, that's very important to me. Um, and I guess... In today's episode, I really, really want to talk about self-love. And self-love is quite a broad topic. Um, <laughs> it can mean lots of things. Yeah. But I guess for me, it's so, so important because I believe that it's, I guess, what brings us happiness in life um, and authentic happiness. And um, I think it's so important to love yourself for who you are and... Um, know that it's important you don't get caught up in other people's opinions and what other people think and you and you live your life how you want to live it um that's just something i believe that is so so important yeah i think oh you've touched God. on a really good topic i'm tearing up that was absolutely beautiful I was tearing up. no it is because it's so important i think especially now in the generation that we're living in we are i it's like we're very much so focused on ourselves, but we don't focus on ourselves in the positive, uplifting way. Yes. And I think that's why self-love has become such a... I'd say it's a trend currently, in mm. um, especially in, in the age range of, like, from teenagers into, like, the early 20s. It's becoming um, a continuous topic that more and more people need to speak about and Marie I don't think anyone could have been on for this particular topic that would have been better because we know you love anything to do with self-love and making sure and all self-love queen sorry I can't wait yeah. to get into this topic so what is something that you'd say um is your main focus when you think self-love what's the first thing that comes to your mind when someone says Look, to you self-love Look, I think I briefly touched on it just before, but I think for me, uh, I've realized it more in the past couple of years as I've grown grown up a little bit. Um, but I used to think self-love was all about, you know, your your physical appearance and making sure you're up to society's standards and, you know, you, you love your 
like external appearance appearance but i believe um i guess i'm not old but <laughs> um <laughs> over the past few years um <laughs> can question it <laughs> older than you two but not old um i just believe that um your internal feelings and how you feel inside of you um is so much more important than i guess trying to live up to society standards and up to scratch than everyone else do you get what i'm saying oh yeah it's very important because yeah you know what it is um that i've been thinking about lately and when when we were speaking about this in the group chat the other day it made me think what's really sad is a lot of people focus on appearance so much that they're gonna miss out on the opportunity to make such a difference in the world that they can Yes. And, you know, when you're so obsessed with, with something like that, which is very easy to do these days. Because you, so, you get so fixated on one thing and then mm-hmm. you just need to affect that one thing. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And right now, and we live in a fickle society. Like, we're still mm. young. Most people, all they want to do is what they look at and what it, is it, you know, aesthetically pleasing for them. But we, we sort of stay away from the humanity of helping others, making an impact like you know yeah. coming into this world and and leaving it a better place sort of mentality yes and that's really sad because so many people have so much to give to the world and they don't even realize no of yeah. course and i think as you uh touched up before rose um uh, social media and the impact that has on all of us mm. from all different ages from you know I've, I've got younger cousins who are so so influenced by it up to my age who I am influenced influenced by it, maybe not to the same extent as them, but it's it's such a huge influence in our lives and we feel like we have to live up to that and I it just can think... have such a negative effect yeah. in yeah. social media, big time. Yeah, look, there is good and bad about it, but I just, especially through lockdown the last couple of months, I've sort of made a pact to myself every day I give myself time to myself. And mm. I, I put my phone away. I leave it wherever. Mm. And I can't go anywhere. So I leave it in my room and I will might go for a walk or, or I'll do something in the backyard just for myself. And I think that's so important. You just need mm. to escape from all of that pressure that society sort of gives at this point in time. Oh, yeah. You know, and um, I was – I had to write an essay on it the other day. And <laughs> – I was talking of, I know psychology things, but um, isn't it insane that we give one, there's one person can have an impact on multi-million amounts of people and they have no training in being able to, you know, understand what their impact is and how like one photo can literally like the term now is break the internet. Yeah. And that to me is insane that one human being that could be still a child, this could be a 17-year-old, has an impact on millions and millions of people around the world. But that to me is also a lot of pressure on them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They often can't. Like, for our generation, I remember child actors was, like, the big thing that they, you know, were given all this publicity so soon. And they yeah. didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. And now I think the trend when we're older is going to be the influencers' impact. 
on self-care yeah. and how we understand ourselves and i feel like that's been such a trend for so long now like following influencers youtube whether it's instagram tiktok now especially mm. is the mm. biggest thing and there's so many younger influencers on tiktok that are getting more that younger generation early on high school late primary school like it's just taking a big influence and you see all these kids wanting to be like them and posting things and yeah it's insane they all just want to be followers and not leaders and i think they just need to stay true to themselves and that's a big thing for self-love stay true to yourself be authentic um live the life your way you want to do it don't look at others and say okay yeah that's how i want to live my life that's how i want to do it because you're not going to have the same life as as anyone else you're going to have your own life correct i'll um i'll give like a little example the other day i um was on instagram and i have this influencer that i've followed for like years now for years and i had no idea how old this influencer was until the other day and I realized that this influencer is like a good five six years younger than me and this thing just came over me and I felt like I had to live up to this person mm. I was like they're five years younger than me and they're achieving so much more and her body is so much nicer and blah 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 all these different things just started mm. popping into my head and then I said hold on like relax like everyone does life differently you've just got to do it how you want to do it and I think that's so important for everyone to sort of take a step back and realize that because yeah with everything going on in the world at the moment it's just so overwhelming you guys made such a good uh, point with that especially like when Zoe said about the authenticity of of social media 100% right I mean at the end of the day we see a a snapshot Mm. of what they call their reality that's not reality no it's not like that's not real and yeah and you know what sort of scares me when the influencer that you follow when you're you become so attached to them that they come out with like a scandal or they've done something you know when you get that feeling of like disappointment yeah I know exactly what you're feeling. You know what I mean? Or like, Mm. damn, like I really didn't think they were like that. It's like, well, we're not getting a true picture of what's actually happening. Yeah, correct. And in a way, this trend that we all, all of us are in of social media, I mean, are they really making an impact? Like, are they, like they, to be fair, they, they post photos, they get sponsorships through it, but are they making a wider impact? Mm. And that, it was stuck to me the other day, like, they're not, like, unless they're doing things like starting programs or getting involved in charities or, you know, helping others, these influencers really, all they're doing is masking insecurity in my eyes. A lot of them. 100%. Look, there's there's both sides. Like, there is also a fair bit of positivity, I guess, when it does come to influencers. Yeah. Like, um, this sounds so cliche, but I might be scrolling through Instagram and see someone working out and I'm like, oh, I'm not actually doing anything right now. Like, get off your ass, Marie, and actually do something or go for a yeah. walk or just something so simple. Like, something like that, obviously, that's a whole a big part of looking after yourself as well and, like, seeing something positive might influence something positive in your brain as well. But yeah. I think... 
it goes both ways. The social media is such a powerful thing and affects so many people in so many different ways. And yeah, I think the younger generation now, they've sort of grown up with it. Like that's all they know. They don't really know any better. So mm-hmm. I think, yeah, their, their influence is a lot higher, if that makes sense. Oh, I think, yeah, yeah looking at it now, like especially having a lot of younger cousins, I, I didn't grow up with social media. I didn't get Facebook until I was like, Day in high school like I didn't grow up with all of that I grew up watching Disney Channel like yeah you know you don't yes. grow up, I grew up wanting to be Hannah Montana I grew up you know <laughs> things like that like you don't especially this generation they're getting so yep. influenced you see 12 year olds on Instagram and on Facebook and TikTok and everything you're just like wow like compared to where you were at that age to now and how influenced they're going to be their whole life, their whole high school life, which is the time that they shouldn't really be getting influenced and they need to focus on themselves mm-hmm. is the time that they are going to get influenced. Of course. Yeah, it's true and I like, like I follow some uh, influencers like on Instagram and that that do a lot of the behind the scenes um, promotion stuff. Yeah. You know, a lot of influencers promote brands and stuff but these are more people that you know, promote programs of self-help and, and how to stay individual in a very collective society. Yeah. Like, everyone hears the joke, like, they all look the same. You know? mm, they all look yeah. the same. Everyone looks the same now. No one has their own look. Yeah. And it's true. And yeah. it's, it's sort of weird, like, we're all so unique. But these days, like, how you look determines how, who you are. Like, that's such an odd thing to me. Yeah. Yeah. But it's really good. And I think slowly we're seeing people, especially the people in, like, our age, like, the beginning to late 20s, uh, I think because they've seen the backside of influencing, they're starting the pages that, you know, are making a difference, uh, showing a little bit more of a realistic way to go about it. Because yeah. if we don't start understanding, like, hello, this is not reality... I mean, is our virtual status really going to become our social truth? Yeah. Like, we've got to avoid that. Yeah. And that's a big, like, fear for me of not actually having the next generation, which, although it could be only five years younger than me, there's a huge difference between what I understand as reality versus digital compared to their social standing actually being determined by how many followers they have yeah. who, you know what I mean? Like that's- It's just, it's the fear of, I guess, not being authentic. Like that, that generation, their authentic- authenticity is sort of, I guess, pretty harsh to say, but somewhat fading. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, it, it is, it is, um, I, I, tough topic that I guess people have different opinions on but mm. that's okay um, but I think at the end of the day just realising that other people's opinions and judgments are not the be or end all no. and you just need to do what's best for you and look that's easier said than done um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's very hard to just stop scrolling on Instagram um, when you're so caught up in it or to just get up and move your body when, you know, you may not feel like it. It's, it, it is hard, but I think if you sit down, put your phone away, um, 
even write some pointers down on, I guess, what's most valuable to you and what your morals are and the people around you, the people close to you. And then I think that's the most important thing. I think that's also a big thing, people having the right people close to you. You need mm. to have, especially with your self-love, you're not going to have all these people that you, you know, aspire to be like you. Yeah, you have your high expectations and you put them on a pedestal, but you need to have the right people around you, the people that make you happy for you, not make you happy because they're making you popular or because, mm. you know, they're in a, they're hanging around with a certain group that you want to be around. You need to find the group that are going to be your best friends for life, are going to, you know, Look build after you, you, build you up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Build you up sure. to be the person that you are and not the person that you think you yeah. are. As you oh, go through yes. life, though, that definitely changes as well. Like, as you experience new things and go through life, your friends might change. Yeah. Um, and you, you find different interests and you realise what's important to you. And what's important to you three years ago might not be what's important to you now. Like, yeah. it's constantly going to change, like, throughout see, your whole entire life. that's what life is. That's what life mm. is. You're going to go through those hurdles and you need to allow yourself to make mistakes, essentially, in mm. order mm. to get, in order to learn and get yourself Definitely. through them and find yourself. Yeah. This is a really good topic, but I wanted to flip it oh, quickly. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I think it's really interesting to, to assess Rose. this because I don't think people... Yeah, I know. Controversial <laughs> queen. Um, I always like to ask people this because I think it's not talked about enough. What would you say is your fear? Like, what do you really... What really makes you worried? Like, as a fear, as, like, your inner self or a fear, like, a fear of heights? <laughs> Well, it could be either, but what's something that you think about and you're like, well, I really want to avoid that? Two things. Go for it. <laughs> fear of not being able to have children and a f- mm-hmm. fear of clowns. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> no, absolutely. That's it's a called, real one, though. It's called chlorophobia. Just just saying, there's a technical name for it. So chlorophobia. many people we know have this. Tell us, Zoe, tell us why. Why is this such a fear for you? But, like, I'm not saying... People are probably going to be, like, oh, like, probably scary clowns, like, on, like, scary shows, scary movies and that. No. Those fucking party clowns that like to make fucking animal out of balloons, like... (laughs) It's really bad. It's so true, and I love it so So much. Bad. I got a giant, giant stuffed clown for Easter from my father. And that moment was the moment that we worked out that I was scared of clowns. I love your dad so much. Because I was crying so much. And then a few years later, I had a McDonald's party and Ronald McDonald decided to make an appearance. Amazing. That that was not not eventful. Not eventful at all. She's scarred. She's scarred. And then... No nuggets for me. And then on top of that, as I get into my high school years, year 12, or just the year after, I don't know if you guys remember this, the whole clown saga when there was clowns running around all of Sydney. Yes, <gasps> yes, yes. We're okay. not talking about that. And then, <laughs> and then there was like all these scam calls going around saying like, 
Oh, yeah, where the clowns of Sydney were coming for you. My two very close friends, if they're listening, they'll know exactly who they are, decided to prank call me and said, where are the clowns of Sydney and put the, pur- <laughs> the, pur- the purge song. I don't know if you know that purge alarm. I think I we're remember coming, the story. We're coming for you. We're coming for you. And I was in tears. And I, I FaceTimed them straight away and I was like, oh my God, guys, we were just talking about this, how the clowns are like calling people. There's a, cl- a clown just called me and they were going along with it. And then they That's saw they saw the fear in me and how hysterical <laughs> I was. And then they told me that they, that they um, were prank calling me. So yes, <laughs> fear of clowns. That's fantastic. I love both Sorry. of them. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, that's fantastic. (laughs) Marie, Marie, what is your fear? Look, I have two fears that are quite prominent to me. Number one being needles. Some people laugh in my face when I say it. And some people, some people (laughs) sort of understand. Um, I cannot look at needles. I can't talk about needles. Like this is even pushing it for me so do my ears just give you anxiety whenever you see me rose i have those thoughts in my head like i can't <laughs> look i can't like i'm like oh that person had to have a needle through their body to have that piercing or like my brain just i can't cope marie you I, used to sew though you, you used to do like textiles oh How did that's you, so different because it's not actually so different going through skin, skin. <laughs> but you're holding a needle you said you can't touch no. needles no so blood tests medical yeah so blood tests um get me every time i Mm. pretty much almost black out i have to lie down i have to take my mum with me and and (laughs) (laughs) lie on i I have to lie i have to tell the the nurse or the doctor whoever is i need to lie on the bed and look away um injections i think are a little bit better um still right Still tricky, but blood test is like pull. You're drawing blood, so I've, I think I have. The, I work myself up so much in my head. I'm like, oh, they're taking blood from my body. Oh my gosh, how am I gonna like survive? Like, I'm just, I don't know. That's my. I've got a really interesting needle story ultimate. that I'm not gonna tell now because I know that that's her fear. <laughs> Marie's like, mm. Marie's like holding her arm and everything. She's like, no, not not happening. What about Honestly? when they? Ha- what about when you're having a blood test and they can't find the vein? <laughs> Don't. Do not. Do not. One of my best friends, she had a blood test the other week and I think it took like eight goes or something because they couldn't find her, her vein. And she's a bit like me, like does not like needles. And she, she called me and she was like, what? Is, what just happened? Like she was freaking out. I was like, no, nah, I would get up and leave after the second go. I'd get up and leave. I could not do that. You would <laughs> oh, get up and leave after the first go. You wouldn't even let them do it the second time. <laughs> that this fear is a bit more of a like physical fear. The second fear I want to talk about is sort of touches base on what we talked about earlier. Um, I guess my number one goal in life is to have children and bring up a family. Mm. And my fear is the unknown of the world that they're going to grow up in. Yeah. So, oh, that's a good one. So, yeah. like, obviously with COVID and everything happening now, that's going to – it already has changed the world and it will change the world mm. even further. But even, like, technology, social media, all these things, I'm like, like, these kids are going to grow up 
in a completely different world. But then I'm like, is that what our parents thought when they were our age? Mm. Like, I just yeah. don't know. But I just obviously, like everyone, want the best for my kids and my family. And it just, that's, I guess, a, a big fear of mine. Just the unknown. It freaks me out. <laughs> you know what's really important about that, that point that you just made? I think because like our parents' generation, our grandparents' generation, they didn't have the access to information about what's going on like we do. So we know what is actually going on. And that brings a new aspect. Like the known is fearful. Yeah. Yeah. Because we know what's going on everywhere. Yeah. The internet has given us this access to talk to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And I think because we're more informed, we're more fearful. Yeah, of course. But that is 100% so relevant. What both of you said is so relevant. And it touches base. I've got the same. I've got a fear of not creating better humans than what I am. I Mm. think everyone should aspire to, like, if you can have kids, them to be a better version of yourself. Yeah. Because you're the one one raising them, essentially. Like, you want them to grow up do better yeah yeah Yeah. be more successful yeah 100% absolutely like Mm. that's the whole point of having kids bringing people into this world that are better than you and 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 that will do more you know for the world yeah Uh, Yeah. I mean call it a humanitarian mentality but that's just the way it is really like I've always that's a big thing that I've got a fear of not doing but also Mm. I've got a big fear of not reaching full potential from from fear itself. Mm. Okay. Yep. Of not taking risks of, you know, not creating something because of fear. Mm. Yeah. I don't like that. And I've got that. Like, sometimes I'll do something and I'll go, oh, is this risky? I'll go through all the pros and cons and then I'll say so no. You're, you're risk Take- adverse. Yeah, mm. and I don't like that. Like, I'd rather just, you know... Take the risk. do it. Live with that. Yeah. If you make a yeah. mistake, I just don't know if this, move on. I don't know if it's a stereotype, but, like, I, I feel like I'm a bit like you, Rose, as well. I just don't know if it's, like, more of a female thing. I know all the males in my life are so, like, happy to take risks. <laughs> it's more because, so than... Because they don't I don't know if before they do anything. It's probably just a big stereotype. But <laughs> in my life, I just know that, like... The females are more like more likely to not take the risk and just play it safe. But look, everyone's different. Females are more inclined to think about their actions before they go forward with them. <laughs> Whereas yeah. males, you know, males, well, I don't know what they do. What goes through their brain? Jump off a cliff, yeah. drive off a cliff, you just for fun. They don't think about it before they do it. Yeah, they really do. No, genuinely, 100% I agree. Like, I, I like the, the thought of not doing something that I think is important to me because mm. of what other people will say about it or think about it, I, as I'm getting old, I have, like, tried to teach myself, like, I really don't care what yeah. other people will say about it or what other people will think about it. And that's what we were talking about earlier. Yes, 100%. And that's why I think it was such a good topic that was brought up because we're losing our sense of creativity. We don't dream anymore. We Mm. don't have, like, these exponential goals Mm. that we're going to work hard on. 
Like it's not as normal as it was. Everyone just wants mundane. And I think the number one takeaway of this, I don't know about you guys, I just want people to, you know, dream a little bit bigger, you know. Yeah. Create. Don't worry about what other people are saying. Just, you know, go for it. Yeah. Just make that, you know, podcast or, or you know, whatever program you want to make or make an influence or that job that you want to do. Like, it's important to dream beyond basic. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. 100% like vacuum with you all the way. <laughs> and I think it'll be really interesting. Anyone that's listening, pop onto our Instagram. We're going to make a poll about what your biggest fears are. I want to know what everyone's biggest fears are, what you think other people do um, that you think is a sign of a fear. And how you think society is changing and, in our current times. And if you have a fear of clowns, join me. We're going to make a club. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the No Clown Club. No the NCC, clowns. the No Clown Club. And NCC. if you have a fear of needles, let me know so I feel a bit better about myself. <laughs> yes. Needles are not true fear. Yeah. <laughs> and to make it even more important... We're going to make a second poll about your biggest dreams. Tell us your biggest ambition. Woohoo. Something you want to accomplish. Uh, send it through to us. We'll have it on our Instagram. Uh, the at, at the Rose, R-O-Z-E podcast. Uh, we'll be posting that later on tonight as long as... Um, and you'll get to give your own little feedback to us. We'd love to know what everyone is doing currently and what they yes. want to be doing in 10 years. So, And don't, don't take this as like oh, i got a dream, like, massive. Like, no. anything anything is okay. Whatever your dream yeah. is, it can be the smallest thing in your life but make such a big change or a big impact. And don't, yeah. think, don't think of it as, like, oh, my God, I've got this dream, I've got this goal, I've got – there's no way I'm going to make it. You're not going to make it unless you start making all these little goals in between your massive goal. You start making yeah. these little goals, knock all those little goals out, you eventually get to that big – dream that you want yeah so much fun isn't it we're creating stars 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 for ourselves in life (laughs) if you want to make a business if you want to make an instagram speaking of businesses marie how is your business going oh look it did it did just start off as a little side hobby throughout lockdown um i guess i actually know quite a few people that have done something to the side just to keep themselves busy throughout lockdown um, but look, it's it's keeping me busy. It's I'm setting myself little goals, like you said, each day, even each week. Um, and yeah, it's fun. And that's the main thing. It keeps me happy. And that's we'll pop those. Good. We'll pop your socials onto our Instagram. It's Skedia and Co. If you want anything personalized, hit me go up. To Marie. Yes, guys. <laughs> Marie has her own personalized. It's personalization company. Would you say it? Personalizing. Stationery, glass, pretty much everything that you could think of, Marie can create it for you. So uh, we're going to have her social in our description. It'll be on our actual Instagram page, as Zoe said. Um, And I think that's a wrap for episode four. Um, Stay up to date uh, with all of our social media so you know when our next episodes are. Uh, Expect us every Tuesday night and we will be back next week with a very special, possibly international guest. So stay tuned for that. Thank you. Thank you so much, Marie, for being on this podcast.
Thank you so much, guys. It's been it's been a lot of fun, and I can't wait till we can actually till I can see you guys in real life again. We can do a <laughs> yeah. we can do a face to face podcast yeah. round two, self love two point oh. All right. Thanks, guys. That's okay. See ya. Thanks, Marie. See you later, guys. Stay safe. Stay happy, and see we'll you see you guys. next week. Bye. Bye.